Thank you for joining the Bogard Press Through the Bible Adult Study Guide podcast. This quarter, our study is entitled The Reign of David, Sweet Psalmist of Israel. During this study, we will learn the character traits that contributed to David's reputation as a man after God's own heart. You can purchase your copy of this book, along with many other study resources, on our website, bogardpress.org. So, grab your copy of the Winter 2023 Adult Study Guide and your Bible and follow along. The lesson for January 7, 2024 is entitled, David's Confession. It comes from 2 Samuel chapter 12, verses 1-14, through 14, verses 24 and 25. The key verse, And David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said unto David, The Lord also hath put away thy sin, thou shalt not die. Howbeit, because by this deed thou hast given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme, the child also that is born unto thee shall surely die. Second Samuel chapter 12, verses 13 and 14. The application. The student will conclude that sin can carry heavy consequences, but God's mercy and grace brings forgiveness. Seeking the context. David committed two terrible sins in Second Samuel 11, adultery and murder. As we open chapter 12, David and Bathsheba's child had been born. David had been hiding his sins for at least nine months. He had not confessed nor repented. How did David feel during those nine months? When I kept silent, my bones waxed old through my roaring all day long. For day and night thy hand was heavy upon me. My moisture is turned into the drought of summer. Selah. Psalm chapter 32 and verses 3 and 4. David was miserable. He did not sleep well at night because the Lord's hand of conviction was heavy upon him. He walked about as a tired old man during the day. He had no joy in life. He was a dried up miserable excuse for a man all because he would not confess his sins and seek the Lord's forgiveness. How many people are walking around like that today? What we see throughout the Bible is that the natural response to sin is not confession and repentance, but to hide it. We see this with the first sin. Instead of coming to God, confessing their sins, repenting and seeking forgiveness, Adam and Eve tried to hide their sin from God. Genesis chapter 3, verses 7 and 8. But this is the worst thing a person can do. He that covereth his sin shall not prosper. But whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. Proverbs twenty-eight thirteen. When we sin, what we should do next is confess our sins, repent, and seek the Lord's forgiveness. In our lesson today, we will see David finally do that. If you have unconfessed sin in your life, would you stop right now, confess them to the Lord, repent of your sins, and find forgiveness from the Lord? Searching the text. Number one. The man that hath done this thing shall surely die. Second Samuel chapter 12 verses 6 and 7. And the Lord sent Nathan unto David, and he came unto him and said unto him, 
There were two men in one city, the one rich and the other poor. The rich man had exceeding many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing save one little ewe lamb, which he had bought and nourished up, and it grew up together with him and with his children. It did eat of his own meat and drank of his own cup and lay in his bosom and was unto him as a daughter. And there came a traveler unto the rich man, and he spared to take of his own flock and of his own herd to dress for the wayfaring man that was come unto him, but took the poor man's lamb and dressed it for the man that was come to him. And David's anger was greatly kindled against the man. And he said to Nathan, As the Lord liveth, the man that has done this thing shall surely die. And he shall restore the lamb fourfold, because he did this thing, and because he had no pity. Nathan was a faithful and wise prophet, and David was blessed to have him. Nathan had been the one to deliver God's covenant promise to David that the Lord would establish his house and kingdom forever. 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 16. But the message of the hour was of a much different sort. Nathan had come to confront David with his hidden sin. It was not an easy task, but Nathan was faithful to the Lord and delivered it wisely. Nathan came up with an effective way to confront David with his sin. Telling a story of a man and his pet lamb, Nathan was preparing David to face his own sins. Having a shepherd's heart, David would have been especially touched by this poor man and his pet sheep. David was so caught up in the story, he thought it was an actual event instead of a parable of instruction. David became enraged by the rich man's appalling selfishness who slaughtered the poor man's lamb for a mere traveler when he had a field full of sheep. David commanded that this rich man repay the poor man fourfold and then be executed. It is amazing how angry we can become at another person's sin and yet ignore our own. In comparison, as precious as this little lamb was to the poor man of the story, the lamb's life was not as precious as Uriah's, whom David murdered. The relationship between the man and his lamb was not nearly as important as the marriage of Uriah and Bathsheba, which David violated. David was fortunate to have someone like Nathan to confront him with his sins. None of us like to hear about our sins, their consequences, and the hurt they have caused. But a true friend in Christ will tell us the truth. I have people in my life who love me enough to confront me with my sins, and I thank God for them. Do you have a friend you need to confront with his sin, or do you need someone to confront you about your hidden sins? Number two, thou art the man. Second Samuel chapter 12, verses 7 through 12. And Nathan said to David, Thou art the man. Thus saith the Lord, God of Israel, I anointed thee king over Israel, and I delivered thee out of the hand of Saul. And I gave thee thy master's house and thy master's wives into thy bosom, and gave thee the house of Israel and of Judah. And if that had been too little, 
I would moreover have given unto thee such and such things. Wherefore hast thou despised the commandment of the Lord to do evil in his sight? Thou hast killed Uriah the Hittite with the sword and hast taken his wife to be thy wife and hast slain him with the sword of the children of Ammon. Now therefore the sword shall never depart from thine house because thou hast despised me and hast taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be thy wife. Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will raise up evil against thee out of thine own house, and I will take thy wives before thine eyes, and give them unto thy neighbor, and he shall lie with thy wives in the sight of the sun. For thou didst it secretly, but I will do this thing before all Israel and before the sun. David did not realize that he was enraged at his own sin and had passed judgment on himself until Nathan lowered the boom, Thou art the man, verse 7. In fact, judgment on David's sin was much worse than that of the rich man in the story. Stealing or killing an animal was not a capital offense in Israel, but killing another human being was, Leviticus twenty-four twenty-one. The judgment for adultery was also death, Leviticus 20 and verse 10. The prophet Nathan's tone changed to seriousness when he said, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, 2 Samuel 12, 7. No more stories. David would hear the direct word of God, and the Lord was very displeased with what David had done, 2 Samuel eleven twenty seven. The Lord reminded David of the enormous blessings he had given him. He made him king over Judah and Israel, delivered him time and again from Saul, and gave him all that was Saul's. If that were not enough, the Lord would have given him more. David's sin of taking Bathsheba came from a heart that was not content with what the Lord had provided. So too, when we lust for things that are not our own, or that we cannot have, we are saying that God has not blessed us enough. David had despised the commandment of the Lord, Second Samuel 12 and verse 9. This means David had disregarded the word of God, thought it of a little consequence, and did not take it seriously. The Lord said, Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, Exodus chapter 20 verse 13 and 14. And David ignored both. In his heart, he said that he did not care what God commanded. He was going to do what he wanted to do. As much as it hurts to admit, when we disobey God's word, we are saying the same thing. Every action has consequences. God set the principle in place from the beginning. As the Bible says it, Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 7. We can despise the word of God, but be sure your sin will find you out. Numbers chapter 32 and verse 23. David would taste the bitter consequences of his sin for the rest of his life. One night of lustful passion resulted in a lifetime of painful consequences. Can you describe a sinful choice in your life that brought painful consequences? Number three, I have sinned against the Lord. Second Samuel chapter 12, verse 13, 14, 24, and 25. 
And David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said unto David, The Lord also hath put away thy sin, thou shalt not die. Howbeit, because by this deed thou hast given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme, the child also that is born unto thee shall surely die. And David comforted Bathsheba his wife, and went in unto her, and lay with her. And she bare a son, and he called his name Solomon, and the Lord loved him. And he sent by the hand of Nathan the prophet, and he called his name Jedidiah, because of the Lord. David confessed his sin against the Lord, and the Lord forgave him. Verse 13. We have the wonderful promise from the Lord that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 1 John chapter 1 verse 9. When David tried to cover his sin, he hurt all over with guilt and had no joy in his life. When he confessed his sins, the Lord covered his sins and David enjoyed life again. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Be glad in the Lord, and rejoice, ye righteous, and shout for joy, all ye that are upright in heart. Psalm 32, verse 1 and 11. We have more of David's heartfelt, broken-hearted confession in Psalm 51. Take the time to read this psalm, in which David said, For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Verse 3. When we have heavy sin that needs confessing, we can use David's word to give expression to our confession before the Lord. David's sins were forgiven, but the consequences remained. David and Bathsheba's child died. We might wonder why, and I cannot adequately answer the question except that it was the Lord's will. The child went to heaven to be with the Lord, as David explained later. 2 Samuel chapter 12, verses 22 and 23. But what a heavy consequence for both David and Bathsheba. I especially feel for Bathsheba, who was a victim of David's sin. But the Lord is our heavenly Father who chastens his children, whom he loves. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 5 through 11, explains that the Lord's chastening comes from his love and not anger. It reminds us that we are his children and the Lord desires holiness in his children. No chastening is joyous for him who must give it, or for us who must receive it. But it produces in us the peaceable fruit of righteousness. Verse 11. Instead of reacting to the Lord's chastening with questions, we should respond to the Lord with submission and thanksgiving because he deals with us as his children. David and Bathsheba married. As we read in the last verse of 2 Samuel 11, And the Lord blessed their marriage with another son, Solomon. His name is familiar to us, but his other name may not be. Nathan called him Jedidiah, meaning beloved of Jehovah, because the Lord revealed to Nathan that this child would be the king of Israel after David's death. The Lord promised David a son who would build the temple, 2 Samuel chapter 7, verses 12 and 13, and Solomon was the fulfillment of that promise. This is a remarkable instance of God's goodness and grace, considering how David and Bathsheba's marriage began. 
Can you describe how the Lord's chastening has benefited you? Setting the application. David sinned against the Lord, but because David confessed his sins and repented, the Lord forgave him. Both David and Bathsheba faced the painful consequence of David's sin by losing their child. I cannot begin to imagine the hurt, but the Lord did not leave them in their misery. He gave them another son, Solomon, whom he loved so much that he gave him the privilege of inheriting David's throne and building the temple. In God's grace and mercy, he kept his promise to David in the birth of Solomon. But the greatest blessing bestowed upon David and Bathsheba is that their names stand in the lineage of our Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesse begot David the king, and David the king begot Solomon, of her that had been the wife of Urias. Matthew chapter 1 and verse 6. One more time, we see how God can take the worst of what humans can do and turn it into the greatest of all blessings. We see it in what God did with Christ on the cross, and we see it every time He forgives our sins and restores us to a right relationship with Him. How has the Lord taken your worst and turned it into blessings? Thank you for joining us in another lesson of the Bogard Press Through the Bible Adult Study Guide podcast. We look forward to studying with you again next week as we continue learning from David, a man after God's own heart. Bogard Press is the publishing ministry of the American Baptist Association. We exist to equip churches with the resources they need to carry out the Great Commission. These resources include Bible study materials for preschoolers through adults, including Sunday School, Children's Chapel, Baptist Training Course, Bible Challenge, and Vacation Bible School. Please visit our website to find all the ministry resources you will need at bogardpress.org. That's bogardpress.org. Until next week, find daily encouragement from our daily devotionals at bogardpress.org.